0: You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 89. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Malik. Hello, hello, my wonderful, beautiful, amazing friends. If you hadn't realized for the first time in over a year, I actually missed a podcast last week. And I remember I had one, it was ready to go, and I was traveling, and we're gonna talk about that today. I was traveling and and i said we can't release this i have to record a new one and there's just no way that i am going to get it done while i'm on the road and i said it's okay let's see if anyone notices and some people did notice and i'm sure more did but didn't reach out i am okay i am alive thank you all so much for reaching out i think a lot of us are feeling this lately that last year a lot of events may be shifted postponed or canceled and that has led to maybe twice as many events this year that are all trying to squeeze in with each other this also becomes very difficult with events that had to postpone and then they're trying to squeeze in on those weekends or off times when other people weren't already having events now if it's an annual event it's easy to shift back one year But say it's in every other year or every three years or twice a year. These events have become very difficult to squeeze into the calendar. So last week, I was at an event out of town Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I, I was at a completely different event Friday, Saturday. Then next week, I'm at an event Thursday, Friday. The week after that, I'm at an event from Sunday until the next Monday out of state. After that... I come back Thursday night at midnight, and then Friday morning I leave for another event that's out of state, and then 10 days later, I leave for an event that's out of the country for two weeks. So it's just really been kind of a crazy schedule. One thing that really stood out to me, and I think is so important to point out, and is the entire focus of my podcast today, is really thinking about and truly analyzing in your brain, where are you getting your information from? Now, I was at an event last week, just like I said. It's Monday night is kind of some functions, and then it was really Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I had a podcast that was going to release, and I'm sitting at this event I'm sitting in the session. It was an event fireside chat. So you had all these event professionals in one room. And we were all kind of reflecting on our year and talking about the next year. And it was a structured as a panel, which was a little interesting. I've been to this event before. I've been to the session before. It was different. And it was a very, I don't even know the right word for it. It was, it was a very one-sided opinion of the panel. So here you maybe have 40 to 60 event professionals in this room and the entire panel was nothing but public outdoor events in rural areas. <laughs> so when you're talking about events and the impact and how you shifted and how you've pivoted and practices that you've incorporated, And you don't do a thorough scan of the room to find out who's in the room. And then when you actually say on a panel in front of all these event professionals that you didn't have to incorporate things because you were outside and you were public and you were rural and you haven't been a mass for over a year. And you're saying this in front of people that come from cities that are still actively in mass mandates that are trying to figure out how to you know, accommodate these different restrictions within their inside meeting or conference for thousands of people. And that was the only viewpoint on the panel. And somebody asked a question in the audience and it had to do with a meeting. And there was a bunch of different people who, who raised their hands. And I also raised my hand to provide a suggestion. And it was just a simple suggestion, something I've done at several events and conferences up to this point, had to do with theming your coffee breaks. If you run a session of coffee breaks, so say you're like a young professionals group or chamber and you do lunch and learns once a month or once a week or whatever, think about theming them So they're kind of subtopics as part of a larger topic, because then you can use that word of mouth from that series to help increase your attendance. So you're providing value and networking. So if I attended this Tuesday and I found it really awesome and I told some of my friends about it, they would be like, oh man, sucks that I missed it. But if I say, yeah, it's a part one of a three-part series, you can come next week, then the word of mouth can be captured from that, right? So that was my suggestion. I raised my hand. And everybody left. I had actually a student at the event with me. I keep her behind the sessions. And then we kind of talk about the session. What do you think about the room layout or the topics or how was the audiovisual? Where was marketing? Where was computer setup? What would you have changed? Right. So some real life learning. So I do that with whatever students happen to come with me to whatever event. And I'm staying in the back with her, and I'm talking through the session with her, and this gentleman comes up, and he's like, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to introduce myself, and I wanted to say that your comment that you, you provided, your answer, was the only valuable session, the only valuable comment I got from this entire session, this entire 75 minutes, that one comment was the only thing that I could take and use and I, I kind of you know was like, oh, thank you, you know, happy to connect, exchange business cards, add on LinkedIn, whatever. And we're walking and we're talking, and it was just really interesting. And that comment stuck in my brain, and it didn't stick in my brain because you know it was flattering because I'm sitting there like, oh wow, like it really resonated. It's sitting in my brain in terms of the wasted potential of that session. And then it also stuck in my brain because where is everybody getting their information from? And how do you know that the event information out there is relevant to your particular event? Think about it, in events, I tell people all the time, I say events has so many different aspects. You have association and you have corporate and you have special events. You have social and you have business. You have all these different sectors. You have the planning side and the supplier side and they're all different. And I use that example to also talk about education, right? So all faculty are different. You have teaching faculty and research faculty and you have tenured faculty and tenure track faculty and professors of practice and lectures and they're all different. And so now when you think about your continuing education, you think about your sessions, you think about your fireside chats, these are all geared towards event professionals. They say event professionals, fireside chat. But we have such unique situations in our industry right now that maybe a planner versus a supplier or people that really need insight and, and advice on planning indoor meetings for thousands of people versus an outdoor meeting that doesn't have as many restrictions, and what the potential for that session could have been just by asking people to raise their hands, separating the room, dividing it in half, doing roundtables to talk about like topics. And I just started thinking about what the quality of information, because I have a student there, right? So I have a student who doesn't have all of the level of information that event professionals have. So she's there and you have so many people who have quote unquote fallen into events. They are there to learn information that is relevant to them to bring back to their businesses and to their events to make them better events. And if they don't know any better and if they're not asking the right questions, they're going to take this as fact because we have these professionals we have chosen and handpicked to be on a panel we're not labeling our session descriptions as detailed as they need to be. We have professionals that are saying one thing to the other event professionals in our industry that are not specifically relevant to their event. A tier one versus a tier three or rural community, are they're going to handle events differently. People that are still in mass mandates and people that aren't, people that are outdoor events, people that are indoor, people that are mainly at hotels versus people at unique venues. They're so different now. And I really started thinking, we always talk about the purpose and the why. What is the why of why we're having our meeting? And the same should be said for our sessions for event professionals, right? Like, why are we having this session? What is the purpose of this session and designing that session for event professionals? to make sure you have the right people in the room and the right information for the right target market. But I really just couldn't stop thinking, not just about misinformation, think of all the people in that room who now think they don't have to worry about this this stuff. They don't have to worry about masks and social distancing. They're like, okay, our professional panel up here, they said we don't have to worry about it anymore, so I guess we don't have to worry about it. But then. It's also sticking in my mind, this concept of time. Because of COVID, we really value our time. We've had more constraints in our time. We have more flexible time. We're looking for value. And as event planners, as event designers, as event professionals, it is our job to provide value for time. And that gentleman came up to me, and I have similar sentiments, right, of of what was the value I got from that session. But he sat there for 75 minutes. And nothing was relevant to him except my answer in an open Q&A session. And think of how many people in that room felt the same way. And then think about how many of them are going to come back next year. How many of them are going to say, yes, that was definitely an event that was worth three days of my life. That one session really changed the way that I plan my events and design my events. There's so much missed potential and missed opportunity So for everyone listening on the call, whether you're a student, whether you're a professional, a beginning one, or an advanced one, there's so many lessons to take away from this one story. One, we have to read who is in the room and customize our content to those who are in the room. This is super easy to do in a fireside chat, open discussion, just asking people who's in the room and making sure it's relevant. Pre-scripted panels that are not changeable, right? We need to make sure we're providing that value. Second, as conference organizers or owners, making sure that you're providing the right sessions for your target market. Do we need one session? Do we need two? Do we need discussion tables? Do we need a panel? What does that look like? And three, for anyone who is out there listening to information about events, even this podcast, anyone out there listening to information, Sit there and think to yourself, is this geared towards me? Is this helpful to me? Grocery store approach. Is this something I put in the cart or is it something I walk by in the aisle? Do not feel that every single session that's called hybrid 101 or learn for your events for post-pandemic, don't think that that is super relevant to you because sometimes it's not. It's geared towards a totally different event planner market than what you are currently in. All right. I'm going to keep it short. 13 minutes plus plus. I never, ever, ever take your time for granted. I am so appreciative that you all log in week after week. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to make the time to download the podcast, to like, and to share it with a friend. If you found value, share it with somebody else. I love feeding into everybody out there. With that, I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.